Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Champs Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Elijah Olivares, and with me is my partner. What's up, what's up? I'm Ralph Deliega. Are you guys ready to enter the championship domain of fantasy basketball and join us and we will take you there, hand in hand. Let's get it! What's up, my man? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. You? We just had our uh, draft lottery for our local league. Pumped. We're pumped for the season, man. Yeah, that was the best fantasy lottery so far. Yeah, man. I love the, the wheel. The music was complete. All right. So for our very first episode, we will be doing top top rankings for the league just to start off you know everyone's doing their drafts at this point so we want to give everyone an idea of who we think should be drafted at the uh, top picks of every league so we based everything off of 10 team leagues 12 team leagues and 14 team leagues specifically nine cats so we chose to do our first top 14 picks we're gonna explain why yeah let's just let's just uh, get into it unless you have anything else to add yeah, Mr. yeah Ralph. i'm pretty sure everyone wants to get to know which player to pick at which rank and the rationale why why do we pick this this player and why not right so who's your first pick man my number one pick mr anthony davis the reason why i feel like ad ever since he came into the league has has always established himself as a fantasy beast man he can carry you in pretty much every stat maybe aside from assists which but he's kind of improving on that now now that he's playing with lebron but specifically for his defensive stats once you have defensive stats locked down i feel like um you can really just work your way on the counting stats and build on like uh, other specific stats like threes or percentages aside from his consistent injury issues i feel like he's a really safe pick at number one what do you think yeah totally agree with you i would have picked james harden for number one but considering all the trade rumors that are going around and i've seen many fantasy pros not draft him at number one because of the trade rumors and there is definitely a possibility that he gets traded i would pick anthony davis at number one he doesn't hurt you anywhere the only statistic that he doesn't really contribute towards is assists, but even then he gets around three assists per game, which is pretty good for a big man. His rebounds have gone down, but with the exit of Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee, I think that's going to go come up back to around 11 this year, because he used to average around 11 a game uh, before when he was in the Pelicans. Yeah, true. Good point there. I kind of forgot about uh, how right. they lost Dwight there. Next anyway, pick. on to the next pick, I see. What did you get, uh, number two? I would get Luka Doncic here. Luka Doncic, spicy pick, man. Again, the James Harden thing is contributing to this, the, the trade rumors. Luka Doncic, it's going to be his third year. He's just improving at a rapid pace. If you look at his numbers from... When he was a rookie, the second year, man, he was averaging a triple-double, right? 
And the only place he hurt you, the only places he hurt you were free throws and turnovers. And I'm the type of fantasy uh, player where I don't really want to count turnovers because I actually want players that get the ball and get to play as many minutes as possible to get as much stats as possible. Right? So, and considering his free throws, the only other stat that hurts him he's actually improved this on a year-to-year -year basis and I, I feel like he's gonna go back to around 80 percent free throw percentage this year what about you dude my second pick i i, I love the luca hype but i feel like his free throws will really pull you down but yeah if, if he can work on that then he, he'll definitely find his way to the second pick maybe but i have james harden at number two i feel like that can change moving forward there's only a week left for the league at this point to start but James Harden is probably the one of the safest picks aside from him ending up in a really packed contender like Brooklyn or the Sixers. But regardless, I feel like even if he does get traded, he could still make first round value. Maybe not number one, number two, but he's a very safe first pick among the 12. Yeah, did you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I agree. Actually, I have him as, as my third pick because even if he gets traded, for sure he's going to bring first round value I mean James Harden he's a dominant scorer I think in whatever team he's going to be in he's just going to dominate scoring maybe his stats are going to come come down depending on uh, the team that he goes to right so which team do you think if he gets traded to will really contribute to a detriment to his stats well, I know he know he wants to go to contender, so I'm pretty sure Brooklyn and the Sixers are his two best options. And if I were to choose, I would say I would say Brooklyn more, just because KD and Kyrie are so ball dominant. But you also have to consider that if he were to go to Brooklyn, he would probably be the sturdiest of the three. He would he wouldn't be resting as much as Kyrie is known to be missing. A lot of games every season and KD of course is coming off his his injury so you know even if he does go to the Nets he will get hurt in terms of usage when they are all three are playing but there is a chance that um, he, he will still be the main man eventually just because of how much they rest. I think our top three is the same. I'm pretty sure they're gonna rest Kyrie, they're gonna rest Kevin, right? Try to preserve him through the season even though it's a shortened season for sure they're gonna be more back-to-backs um, and James Harden is going to carry the team if they're going to be resting. It's kind of like the Paul George Kawhi situation, which we'll probably talk about later. On my number three pick, moving on. My number three pick is Mr. Steph Curry. Oh man, that's that's spicy. Yeah, I have Steph at number three just because of his potential. So yeah, it's going to be a different team, so I don't know if we can expect the old Steph where he was making five threes a game I mean that that part's very much possible but scoring might go down maybe assists might go down I, I feel like with Clay going down it was just this huge bump to Steph's threes his usage might change a bit just because those two work together very well he, as long as he doesn't get hurt I think he can very much reach the number one value uh, towards the end of the season actually I remember I picking him first before and not regretting him Re regretting it that season I think that was the, the season where he was averaging averaging five threes a game getting a couple of steals a game in addition to like six seven assists he was just crazy because of how efficient he was he definitely has 
top one value potentially by the end of the season. All right, so um, who did you pick number four? I would pick Giannis at number four. And the reason why, yes, he's going to hurt you in your free throws. But one strategy you can do with your team is just punt your free throws. Just pick the guys that focus on boosting your field goal percentage, right? Just focus on that percentage. And if you, if I've kind of looked at the stats and the overall value of Giannis, if you punt free throws, he's like the second best player just below James Harden if you just don't consider free throws at all. And just because of that, I put him at number four. If the top three are gone, I might go do that strategy where I just get every other, uh, just dominate stat-wise and volume-wise because he gets you threes, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, points, everything at a very... And he's going to win your field goal percentage because most of his shots are twos. They're yeah, within the... Dunks. Dunks. They're, yeah, they're dunks specifically from like three steps from the free throw line and he's, and he's dunking, right? So, uh, who's your number fourth pick, man? So for my my fourth pick, I have a very spicy one, but I feel like a lot of people out there would appreciate as well. Uh, for my number fourth pick, I have Mr. Damian Lillard, Dame Dalla, the rapper himself. Damn. And, uh, the reason why, uh, the reason why is because number one, he is of the top twelve. He has to be the most durable. Aside from he James Harden, right? He's so durable. Yeah, aside from James Harden. Dame is is just one small step lower. The second thing I would consider is his explosiveness. This guy can get you 50-point games back-to-back all in one week, and he can he can carry your team, man. So I, 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 especially in a head-to-head, I factor in that the explosiveness very much. Scoring-wise, he's so efficient as well, right? What about you, man? Who's your number four pick? We just missed one. It's close. It was really close. But this is the guy who's going to shoot a half-court shot with Dame, but in another game. They've agreed on it. So yeah, Steph Curry, he's my number five pick. For the same reason that... He- Sorry, number five. I said I said number four. I'm at number five. Yeah, for my fifth pick, I'm picking Steph. For the same reason that you pick Steph Curry third. He has the potential to become the best player fantasy-wise. And if he goes back to his MVP form, maybe in real life, he can he can become the MVP again this season. With new pieces in Golden State, especially these, these pieces, Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre, they're very good slashers. It could open shots for him as well, but we're yet to see that in an actual game. The reason why I picked Steph Curry at number five, lower than Giannis, lower than Luca, lower than Anthony Davis, and lower than James Harden, is is uh, my only doubts that my only doubts are is that he spent the whole season last year. He he didn't play the whole season last year, and we don't know how he's gonna uh, play with Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins and this team. So it's a different team without Clay. Um, and I think those are my only doubts. But otherwise, he's got top one fantasy basketball player potential, like you mentioned a while ago. Fantasy is really just a game of how to manage injuries, how to manage healthy players, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. My fifth pick, I picked. Uh, I took Mr. Carl Anthony Towns, the Catman. The reason why, I mean, I don't think I really need to explain why Cat has had 
uh, the experience of finishing number one, number two in the, in fantasy leagues before. He can carry carry you in pretty much every stat except for assists, uh, similar to AD, and uh, maybe just not the same defensive prowess. But as as a big man, he's a terrific terrific three point shooter and a very good free throw free throw shooter as well. So that he can very he can very much carry you at that pick number five. If I was a sixth pick, I'd I'd take Carl Anthony Towns. He's roughly the same value as Steph Curry for me considering his injury last year but before that he was like the iron man right he was so durable and as the second best big man he doesn't really hurt you anywhere so yeah he's my sixth pick yeah my my sixth pick i have your guy luka Doncic. you you picked him number two i have him at number six but they have similar sentiment man only reason why i have him uh so low which is even which isn't even that low sixth pick is just because of the free throw shooting. If he, if he just uh, continues how he's how he's been shooting, he's he's not gonna finish in the top twelve just because of how many free throws he takes, and how much that will bring you down. But you know he has he has had history of of shooting pretty good at the free throw line in his Euroleague stint. He pretty much proved that. So I don't I don't know why he, there's no no room for improvement for this guy. I mean he's what. 20 years old yeah so he has plenty of time plenty of time to improve right he's so young and he is so young man and this is actually i i don't this is my opinion just that i don't like that fear because if you look at the stats he jumped 50 percent. he had a 50 percent increase in free throw percent accuracy from his rookie year to last year and his free throws made and free uh jumped from 4.8 to 7 and considering he's going to play more this year, I really believe that it's going to go up to at least 78%, which isn't exactly a bad free throw percentage, right? Um, but it may hurt you because he do, he, I, he will for sure shoot, a, he'll for sure take a lot of free throw attempts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my voice cracked there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Let's go. Moving on to the seventh pick, I am taking Mr. Nikola Jokic, the Joker. The uh, the Joker. He's aside from his uh, being known for his slow starts, Jokic is is the man when it, when it comes to big man assist builds. If you're going for a nice assist build, he is the guy you want to anchor at the uh, center position. And he can, uh, similar to Davis and Towns. He can help you in pretty much every stat. His only difference is his defensive prowess and threes wouldn't be the same compared to the two. But what he does what he does do is carry you an assist, man, which is we all know is huge in the league. Assists are very rare. I think Jokic is a solid pick at number seven, man. What do you think? He's the only big man who averages seven assists per game, right? Um, yeah. He's the third best big man in the in the draft and yeah you're the only areas where you'll sacrifice a bit is he doesn't score as much as the previous players True. that we've mentioned so you True. may need to pick up another scorer in the next pick to try to make up for the points that he's not gonna give you and the thing about Jokic is he doesn't start the season really fast like right he picks up like towards 
the second half of the season. Maybe he's still hot from their uh, two, three, one comebacks. There, he still has the fire in him. My, Is that your number seven too? No, nah, no. Nah, I I have Jokish just a bit lower. Just you know, and I'll explain why later a bit more. Okay. Uh, so my seventh pick is my man Damian Lillard. Dame Dalla. Dame Dalla. Incredible rapper, by the way. If you haven't heard his music yet, his music is pretty good. Yeah, you guys should check it out. Dame Dalla. He is so consistent. I had him uh, the second half of the season last year. And the guy just is so consistent. He's so durable. He's going to give you points. He's going to give you assists, a ton of threes. His efficiency. He's so, he's, he's, he's so efficient. He's gonna. He can carry your free throws. Um, the only reason why I have him a bit lower than Steph and Cat is because he doesn't provide as much defensive stats. Because he's he's just pure offense compared to Cat and and um, and Steph. Steph gets steals like 1.5, 1.6 steals per game in the last few seasons, right? Um, I think except for last year, but that's, that was because he got injured. But yeah, he's the reason why he's at number seven for me. Yeah, probably not the same impact as the other guys, but yeah, for sure. Moving on, number eight. Who do you have for number eight, bud? For number eight, I have Mr. Jason Tatum, the man with the Celtics. He's the man now, right? Kemba's injured, and I think that's going to give him a boost early on in the season. But he's the main scorer. Gordon Hayward is out of the picture. And if you look at his year-on-year stats, he's entering his, pri- he's entering his prime years. And, and I think stati- statistically, he's just going to improve every area of his game. Scoring, defense. And this is going to be his contract here. And I believe players who, who have expiring contracts actually do their best and really go all out to make sure that you know they get the really big deal in the offseason this is my opinion this is my belief so yeah i have him at number eight yeah the contract year as they say right josh lloyd if you're listening there i don't think you'd be very happy on uh, my my guys take care about the contract year but i personally i feel like you know if if it is your contract year you have something to prove then why wouldn't you play harder man right yeah it's a good way to think my number eight, I have uh, Mr. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Right. He's probably a, a bit lower than most drafts. Yeah, I've I've had Giannis before. You know, he's he's a really solid pick. It's a bit of a struggle when you don't get the right guys. It pretty much becomes a punt strategy when you take Giannis in, in the first round. So, uh, for a nine cat, I wouldn't rank him above all the other guys just because. Um, yeah, all, all the seven guys above him that I, I took or that I, I put above him, I feel like you don't really need to punt anywhere at all. And he's he's pretty much at the same level. It's just he would have to punt. But because of how good he is when you do punt, you have to put him at the number eight at least or at most. I don't think you can let Giannis go any further down than that. But yeah, that's my number eight pick. I respect that. Not much. I respect that. Yeah, no, not much of an explanation needed. Giannis is very much well known in the league by this point. Yeah, he's a reigning MVP, dude. 
Moving on to my number nine pick, man. Uh, going back to what you said, Mr. Jason Tatum. He is going to be a star with the Celtics. And he, yeah, with Kemba out, Hayward's gone. He's just going to soak up all the usage. And I feel like he has a lot of potential. The only reason why I have him ranked below all these other guys is because of the explosiveness factor that I was talking about earlier. He, he has the potential to go explode very much, but I don't I don't say as much as the others. He'd probably go one game in a week. But aside from that, I don't see him exploding for really big numbers, which is why I picked the, the rest. Yeah, he's kind of like Jokic, where he's he's just really steadily good. Like, he's just steady, right? Yeah, he yeah, that's true. He doesn't have those, like, crazy spikes where he's, like... Uh, Steph would score 50 points like, or Dame right even Anthony Davis could get like 10 blocks one game right so he doesn't have that that exciting spike in terms of a game but he's really consistent yeah yeah that's that's a good similarity I never realized with Jokic I guess the only difference between the two they kind of both provide in defensive stats not a lot but you know enough to put you in the top ranks Jokic can give you like that super explosive assist game while Tatum will give you that super explosive points game That's the only reason why I would have Jokic still or above him is because you know getting a 20 assist game Sometimes would be a lot more valuable than getting a 30 40 point point game, right? That's true. That is so true, right? Yeah at that position Jokic just gives like Jokic is rare Who's your ninth pick, man? It was a really hard choice between Trey and Jokic, but I think I'd go with Trey here because he's basically a less efficient, in terms of field goal percentage, a less efficient Steve, Steph Curry or, and Damian Lillard. And the only thing that, like, um, he's a double-double machine. The guy averages more than 10 assists per game. And in terms of points and scoring, he has the potential of Steph and Dame. He's so explosive. He could shoot four threes a game this season. I, th- I, can, I think that'll happen, especially with the addition of Clint Capella, with the addition of the other scorers like Bogdan, Danilo. It's going to be a crazy rotation because they have so many guys, but I'm pretty sure Trey Young will still be the main focus of the offense. And I think his field goal percentage is gonna is gonna increase because of of all the all the good scorers around him. You were saying his percentage is a bit lower than Dame and Steph, but I'm looking at the percentages now, man. And to compare Dame and Trey, Dame is at uh, 46 percent, and Trey Trey is at forty forty four percent. So it's really not that much of a difference. And if you go into the actual numbers. Dame is a couple points higher, but if you look at like the raw numbers, he takes twenty point four field goals, um, field goal attempts, and makes nine point five. Meanwhile, Trey Young make takes twenty point eight and only makes nine point one. So the difference is so small. Uh, there's there's a lot more room for improvement. So he might even just overtake Dame in some ways, right? Exactly. He he can he there's a chance he can take over Dame's position actually Dame's spot I mean in this in this draft 
any assists way more that's another thing well not just way well not way more but like two more assists three more assists than them yeah yeah well it says here 1.3 more still still pretty big assists that we know as we said assists are pretty important his only thing is he he pretty much gets two more turnovers game for compared to dame which isn't that important people would say you know punting turnovers is pretty much what everyone does but if you were to take, you know, compare the two uh, in the top 12, then you'd have to consider the two turnovers is a bit of a big jump. My 10th pick was Trey, so uh, I, don't, I don't think I need to add any more to what you said. The only maybe I'd just explain why I have him below Tatum. I just feel like Tatum is the better all-around player, and Trey would be, you'd be sacrificing a bit on field goal percentage. You'd be sacrificing a bit on turnovers and and blocks and blocks maybe, and I I feel like Tatum is he won't get as many as assists, but for his position he'll he'll definitely get enough assists, right? So yeah, that's that's my number ten pick. Yeah, we have the same reasoning there, man. Um, Jason is just a little bit better in terms of value. Yeah, in terms of overall value. Overall right? value, yeah. So my 10th pick is the Joker. Because I feel like, man, if, if, jo- if Jokic falls below this point, I feel like it's just disrespectful to him. Right? Um, Jokic, I've had him before. And the only reason why he's at this level is because he's just... He starts slow. And he only gets better like halfway after the first half and uh, that's the only thing that's the thing i don't like about him maybe i can trade for him after the first half but like it's kind of like you're sacrificing one half for the other and he kind of makes up for it and he doesn't explode as much as the other guys but he's still the third best big man and the only big man providing assists at that position so i have him at number 10. i think we're at number 11. I got Kawhi Leonard is my eleventh pick, man. Cow he, whatever. Cow he Leonard. Yeah. Well, there's not much to explain here because Kawhi, as a player, I would argue, is better than Jason Tatum as a wing. But the the thing that's holding Kawhi back, man, is is that load management. He's just um, there are games he's not gonna play for you, and those games you basically get zero stats, zero stats, and that's gonna hurt you some weeks, right? That's why I have him this low. But man, imagine if he didn't um, get load management. If he was playing every single game, he could potentially have the same value as James Harden. But no, man, he rests. I mean. It was it was Kawhi who originated the whole load management concept, right? So, you, yeah, we have to be wary with a guy. Yeah. I, I I have him at uh, number. What was that? Number eleven. Yep. I have him at ele- number eleven too. So. Uh, yeah, we matched up there, man. We matched up there. Yeah, I feel like Kawhi can be the better player in real life than all of these other guys. It's really just a matter of him resting. So yeah. if he, I mean, if, if he didn't rest so much, he could even challenge for the first couple picks there just because of how efficient he is. And if he if he played all those games, man, he would definitely pull his rankings up. So uh, a lot of people discredit him 
just because of his rest but if you look at him per game value it's just pass up on him at this point right his per game value just brings him to first round value for every season for the last like what three yeah. seasons he's a fun guy dude and also it's his contract here just just that that note i'm not sure it's his player option i think right after this year so maybe if he if paul george messes up again right Kawhi, if you're listening you're always welcome to come back to the toronto raptors i i'd like him to go back to toronto like you know like i think everyone would man everyone would like a prodigal son realizing his mistakes (laughs) right all right moving on who do we have next number 12 yep number 12 who you got all right 12th pick i have there we go you heard it first you heard it first the goat wow man what a proclamation let's go the man the myth the legend bro we're talking about the king here the champ this guy's the champ he's a champ for sure man how can we skip on the champ number 12 pick there's no way there is no way he um yeah man uh, my number 12 pick lebron james actually the only uh three position player to be projected in the top 20 30 30 picks i think i don't know if sga is still a three position on on my on my records he's not i only have him at at sgsf but uh, i don't know if they changed that same but yeah lebron james uh pg sgsf even though i don't think we've ever seen him play shooting guard in the with the lakers at least but yeah, man, this guy is... The guy is 35 18 years, years? Yeah, so pretty much 18 years, I think, in the league. This is going to be his 18th season, maybe? Yeah. So he started 2003, somewhere around there. This guy, man, he's, he's, he's just... He's just... I don't know how... You can't explain it, man. Every year, people expect him to start regressing, start slowing down, but somehow... Last season, his 16th, 17th year, he managed to rack up a career high in assists. So, I don't think there's, given how his how his body reacts to every season, I don't think there's reason to to doubt the king here, man. Number 12, safest safest position you can get him. Some, some would even get him even earlier. Carry an assist, so he will have explosive field goal percentage games, explosive points games. Get you steals and blocks, pretty much everything you need. But the only reason the, that I would take him a bit lower is just because he very much hurts your free throw percentage. Yeah. He's at he was at sixty nine percent last year, even though nice. he doesn't take that many. That's the only reason why I would take LeBron lower than everyone else. That free throw percentage kills you even uh, similar to uh, Giannis. Yeah. Maybe not as much as Luca, but. 10.2 assists, man, per game. That's that's insane. Career high for him. Career high, yeah. At the age of 35. Think, man? man. Number 12. I like that. Who do you have at number 12? Um, for number 12, I actually have Devin Booker. <gasps> I actually skipped the oh king here. Oh, my. Man. You, how, how would you <laughs> skip the GOAT? Just um, the reason explain why. Explain yourself. All right, I'm gonna explain myself. 
alright? And I'm going to explain why I get LeBron later, but not too later, because I'm going to get him next if I was a 12th pick, alright? Um, yeah, yeah. Good point, good point. Yeah, it's it's really tight. If this is a 12th team league and I'm 12th pick, I'm probably going to pick Devin Booker and LeBron James, because uh, Devin Booker... 12th team, 12th team. He basically helps you in both percentages because of the volume of field goals and the volume of free throws. I feel like this year, he's going to go close to James Harden levels in terms of free throws. His threes are going to increase. His points are for sure going to increase with Chris Paul there. Um, the only area I feel like is going to go down is assists. Um, this guy is a def- uh, an offensive monster and is going to carry your offensive stats. The reason why I have LeBron lower is because he's going to be 36 this year. Even though, even though he's not slowing down, I feel like you just can't beat father time, man. He's going to slow down a bit. He's not going to average 10 assists a game this season. That is my prediction. Oh, that is my prediction. LeBron, LeBron, Ronnie, <laughs> the GOAT, if you're listening, man. You heard this guy. <laughs> Blasphemy. Oh, man. But, you know, you know the thing about LeBron, though, even though his percentages, the free throw percentages is down, like you mentioned, his, the free throw attempts, and Fito's made have also gone down. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's like it won't hurt as much, as much yeah, as Giannis yeah. compared to uh, Giannis. Yeah, he takes like th- pretty much. What is this? Double, almost double. Almost double, exactly. Yeah, almost double. Ten. He make he Giannis attempts ten. LeBron attempts five point seven. That's pretty much double there. Yeah, and with Anthony Davis there. And I, I, that, I think that's one of the main reasons why the, the attempts have decreased because Anthony Davis is the other big threat, right? So um, LeBron isn't just driving every single time, so he doesn't get as foul as much. Yeah, yeah. And one thing to note as well with your uh, D-book pick, which I'm sure all of our listeners would be gasping from, but um, I don't. I, I don't hate that pick, man. You know, I love some D book, and I think one thing, one very important thing to note is I, I, I believe he was the most efficient uh, guard in the league in terms of volume. Looking at it right now, he averaged almost forty nine percent, man, on eighteen shots, and that is that is just insane. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. And like looking at yeah, go ahead. Who else do we have? Uh, Luca took twenty shots, forty six percent, which is actually not that bad. Uh, who else do we have? Dame took twenty shots, forty six percent. Harden was a bit of a killer, twenty two shots at forty four percent. So yeah, I feel like oh, D book would be very undervalued in that in terms of that perspective. People don't really notice that very much how volume can actually change things very much for your team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people say that, oh, blocks are really rare, right? Steals are really rare. These specific counting sets are really rare. But I think the rarest player is the player that can dictate your team's percentages. Because percentages 
they're so hard to account for you have to consider not just how efficient they are but the number of attempts number of makes for field goals and free throws and i feel true, like true devin booker is a scoring champ candidate this year especially if james harden gets traded to a team that's if he's looking for a contending team like brooklyn i feel like devin could be the scoring champ this year yeah man fingers crossed hopefully we see you i i feel like everyone's waiting for a nice um superstar to break out then i think tatum's making his way and d book can very much follow that follow suit number 13 i gotta go with uh slim reaper kevin durant kd welcome back to the league man this guy i feel like with kd out last year everyone just had that small hole inside of us that we just didn't notice KD, for how many years now, has been a very good rival of LeBron James, stemming from his OKC years. And I know a lot of people hate KD for the moves that he's made throughout his career, but as hate aside, I don't think there's any way we can deny that he's KD is one of the greatest players to play the game, not just in real life, but more importantly for us, fantasy-wise. This guy... If AD was is a beast, this guy is a god because he can pretty much put up 80 numbers, maybe a couple less blocks. This guy can literally carry you everywhere from field goal percentage, free throw. He has high assist games every now and then. He can get steals. He can get blocks. He's been he's, he's, his blocks have improved over the years, and uh, threes. He'll get you threes. He'll get you the explosive games. But, of course, he is fighting the, the dreaded Achilles tear that everyone knows has ended a lot of careers, man. The only player to ever come back as a semi-superstar is the great Dominique Wilkins. And we know that he was the human highlight film, man. He was athletically gifted, so maybe that was a big reason why he came back. I, I think if uh, KD didn't have this injury, he would easily be a number one number two pick but because of that he's relegated to the second round i mean border second round for some um the only doubts i have with durant is the the effect of the injury long term what's durant now like because of this achilles injury um it probably won't affect his shooting but every other aspect of his game right his defense yeah, mentally, mentally, right? Mentally, is he gonna be driving like he used to, slashing, uh, jumping? Is jumping. he gonna be able to block shots like he used to? Because that was the un- underrated thing about KD, yeah. is because he brought the defensive numbers. He got you steals. He got you blocks. In addition to being so efficient from offense, giving you really high field goal percentage, really high free throw percentage dictating those percentages and scoring at a really high clip right i think there was a time before he was like second and or first overall but this achilles injury brings so many questions that's actually why i would pick lebron here at the 13th pick at the 13th spot instead of kd how many games do you think he's gonna rest i feel like it's gonna be kind of like a Kawhi situation well, there where where they'll kind of manage this load, rest and rest rest back to back games, 
Um, I think it's going to be around the number of games Kawhi will be playing. Really now? I, I, I actually feel like he's going to be rested a lot more, man. I'm pretty sure there's no way they're going to risk him playing back-to-backs. So you can already take out... All, uh, I mean, Kawhi actually played a lot of back-to-backs. He only missed two back-to-backs oh, yeah? last season. I, I didn't know that. So people think he actually, he rested like way too many games. But Kawhi wasn't that bad. He rested more than more than some, but uh, I feel like KD is going to rest a lot more games than most of the people here. So that's definitely just going to be a huge hit. If you're going to take KD, then you definitely have to pair him with a safe pick like, I don't know, uh, Tatum. Any of these guys that you know aren't going to miss that yeah. many games. Going back to KD, man, I, I, I'm just obsessed with KD sometimes. I love KD, dude. Uh, his, his, his career numbers for assists... I was just about to say, KD is like the perfect, he's the ideal fantasy player that you would want. He's pretty much, like his career totals uh, for assists, 4.1 assists per game, and it only went up since the start of his career. In his last regular season with Golden State, he was averaging 6 assists per game. So, I don't know where else you, maybe just the .7 steals, but he is the ideal player man so that's just another thing i wanted to add moving on to your 13th pick yep. you said it uh, was lebron oh, uh durant would be my 13th pick so 12 yeah my 12th pick would be lebron james the king because getting him lower than that is just disrespectful to lebron man even though he's 36 he's still a beast i don't think they're gonna rest him this season i mean the guy is a machine right so i don't think he's gonna rest i just think is some of his averages are gonna go gonna go down that's just a theory i mean it's bound to happen eventually yeah. it's just a matter of when right um so yeah and i got kevin durant as 13th because potentially he could be all fine and dandy right um but there's so many question marks hopefully hopefully man I think I think everyone's praying except for the haters, but I'm pretty sure even the haters are praying, man, that he comes back as a beast. Everyone yeah, wants no to one see wants him play. To see someone so great just fall. I think it's time to reach our very last pick for this episode, number fourteen. Number fourteen, I have Mister Jimmy Butler. Let's go, Jimmy G buckets. Jimmy gets buckets. For all those that don't know his his uh, real name, it's Jimmy Gets Buckets because this guy is the bucket maker, man. Um, number fourteen, he would be a very a very solid pick for uh, for all the fourteen teams there. If you're taking number fourteen pick, I feel like Jimmy Butler to toss up with Jimmy Butler, Embiid, maybe Paul George, D Book. D Book was mentioned by uh, Mr. Ralph here earlier, but. It's all just a mix-up between them just because, uh, you know, you're kind of building towards who's a good pair with who. And uh, Jimmy Butler is very safe, man. He His numbers are, are very much, very all-around. I, I guess the only, the only problem is he might rest some games as well. He actually only played one more game than Kawhi last season, so you, you might be able... You might even consider him in the same bracket as Kawhi in terms of load management but you know uh, Jimmy Jimmy is a good player in terms of how he has explosive games as well 
he won't like explode in points or anything but he's he's a triple triple double threat and he's always for years now been known for his steals so even if you're taking him as a as your first pick on a, in a 14 team league he you'd you'd be very comfortable with him because he would lock down steals for you he would lock down assists at that position he get re, he gets rebounds he has good percentages so you know it's not not much to complain not much of a risk most yeah, specifically dude, compared I, to I all really the other guys next to pick. him i love jimmy butler's game he's such a good fit for that miami heat system the only area where he hurts you is is the is that he doesn't shoot many threes at all um last season he only averaged 0.6 threes per game but everything else he's steady he's, he, he's gonna give you steady production of points he's gonna help you a lot with steals and they're and they're just a few there's just a handful of guys that can do uh, get you two steals a game um his percentages are solid and he actually dictates um he helps bring up your team's free throw percentage a lot i think he's gonna be like top five in terms of free throws made because the way they run things in Miami is, is he slashes or, or bam, uh, bangs down low or slashes, and then they kick out to the shooters out there. So Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, those guys, right? So assist-wise, he's great. And as a slasher, he's just going to get so many free throws. I'm looking at the numbers right now. Uh, the only people that take more shots and rank higher more free throws i mean because that was yeah that's what you were talking about earlier more free throws let's see um so jimmy butler takes 9.1 trey takes 9.3 and he shoots a bit better uh Giannis shoots 10 and he shoots a lot worse uh donchich 9.2 he shoots a bit worse then there's Harden. yeah jimmy's gonna be up there in terms of how he can carry you in the free throws for sure he's a, he's one of those volume guys as well i actually have him kind of lower so he's outside of my top 14 so maybe that's for the next episode right Alrighty, holy that was 14 picks already that was that was uh pretty good man i i, I enjoyed that episode same same how do we how do we how do we end episodes man um with a bada boom